0: Okay, so intro number two. So on this show, we talked about how JM is, you know, taking his creative approach, Aaron taking his creative approach, um, what do you call it, the war on creativity, I believe it's called, my bad if I butcher that, um, with JM by Plessinger, Plessinger or whatever. That's interesting to me. Um, and we talked about a little Anchor thing, Anchor talk a little bit. We delved into, actually, you know, Aaron's analysis paralysis and a whole bunch of things. I thought it was well. Uh, we did get cut off at the end about the plans. I don't know if JM had any major plans. He kind of summed it up throughout the interview. Interview, record with friends, excuse me. And I don't think he had anything crazy. Like I said, I could be wrong, but I don't believe he did. And if we do, we're going to pick right back up with that if he did have something to that point. But other than that, guys, I really do believe this was a, honestly, if not the, either this one or episode two, now that I think about it, was the best. It was really smooth. It was really flowing. Uh, I enjoyed it. So here it comes, and let's see what you guys think. Yeah, Jay. Yo, what's up? We're trying to get Aaron on more minute, probably because he's got the iPad. probably taking a minute.
1: Yeah, I got bumped off.
0: There he okay. Is. Yeah, I did too.
1: Okay, but I I think we in there like swimwear now. I think so. <laughs> All right, let's do it. July squad
0: repping. It's been it's been a year, guys. We're back for episode four, of the July squad show. You know the usual suspects: KT, Aaron, JM. Let's get it. All right, guys. So the last thing we talked about uh, was the last things we were working on almost uh, a year ago. So what we last got going year. on last year? Can you believe <laughs> it? It's been, a, it's been a full year, uh, but not in reality. It was just a month, but uh, it's been a Air. while. So what you guys uh, got going on, I uh, will start I guess, with Aaron with his YouTube because we try to get a call before them.
2: Yeah. Kevin and I, Kevin and I tried to record a couple of weeks ago, right?
0: I believe it was Two weeks. I'm trying to think it was last year or, yeah,
2: it was sometime this month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, it just wasn't working. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was saying last time, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. I had, I finally kind of overcame my, my little block on the Colorado footage that I had and managed to put something together for that. Something I'm really, really proud of. And it really kind of reinvigorated me. Um, and I don't really, I don't really know how it happened. I just kind of, I just decided that I was going to do it. And once I started working on it, it just all kind of started, yeah, it all started clicking. Um, and there's a real benefit to just make forcing yourself to sit down and do the work. Cause if you think about it for so long and you're like, I don't really have any ideas, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, then you'll never get it done. So I think that's kind of where I was at. Um, But, yeah, I got that out, um, and now I'm working on another one as we speak um, that hopefully I'll have out probably by this next weekend. I'll have that out. Um, So, yeah, I've been doing some video stuff. I've been playing around here in my office trying to do some lighting. I think I need to get some some lights and stuff like that and get kind of more of a studio vibe in this room Um, because I'd like to record more stuff here. Just because it's a lot easier, um, and that'll probably be that Star Wars video I was telling you guys I got about. Um, that'll probably happen sometime after the one I'm working on now. But so yeah, I mean that's what I've been doing. Um, whenever I can, in between work, I'm I'm jumping on and trying to make myself do a little bit of work each day on it, even if I don't actually edit something. Maybe I go on and. Uh, The one I'm working on right now makes me go back into a lot of old photographs and stuff I have. And so I've been just kind of making myself spend a little bit of time each day going through and looking at old pictures and stuff like that. Doing the work, basically, even if it gets a little boring. But I think this one's going to be a really cool video, too. Um, Yeah, I'm just I'm glad to kind of be back on the creative train and. There's a couple of things that help me with that, and I think I'll talk more about that later on, once you guys talk through what you have
0: going on. Right, no, I didn't think it's important that you kind of just got off the old horse and just go for it. I think that's yeah. important. You don't really think overthink it, and you just uh, have less thoughts, and it just flows. <laughs> I'm notorious for that. Like I, I
2: love to kind of like sit back and go, okay, <laughs> hmm. What, what would happen if I worked on this video today? I wonder, would I be able to get it done? You know, would people even like it? Like, I'm, I'm asking those questions before I even put in the work. And so, yeah, I'm a notorious overthinker. Um, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not.
0: Yeah, J.M. and I coined that. I think it was analysis paralysis, right, J.M.?
1: Yeah, man, definitely. Analysis paralysis. Yep.
2: That's me to a T. That's probably the biggest thing that keeps me from creating stuff is just I I overthink it and I don't do, you know, you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it happens. I think I think once you get out of that, though, and you realize it's just the, the consequences that will happen and yeah, they may be over. They may not seem right. At the end of the day, if you doing what you love or you do a passion, it'll it'll over triumph. Mm-hmm. It so I know what you're I know what you're kind of I know what you're kind of feeling. There. I got yeah. You. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, man. Word.
0: I guess I'll go with me next. So the uh, the creative project we were talking about last time was a couple things. We had Anchor Intro, Anchor Nation, the Next Gen. So hey. not really much happened with the Next Gen. We've gotten a little bit better with um, topic-wise with me and Dolwell. We've been getting good there. Um, Anchor Intro has been going solid. We're still averaging about five to seven a day, and we're still doing a good job with uh, people really just cooperating with us, with the station, and – it's fun, that station. It's just developing stations. new. It's fresh. New idea. Community's going well. And then Anchor Nation 2. Here we go. Uh, we're coming up <laughs> on it real quick. Um, next Monday. We'll be get You calling it like season yeah, two? Yeah, I'll call it season... You know what? I might even just... I might just call it season two because, I like because that, yeah. it is kind of like a... T- it's, I don't want to say the TV show, but it's kind of like a series where I can have multiple people on. I can have... Um, Kind of their own series. I thought, I thought about this over the break. Like, if you guys are going to come on for another interview, maybe eventually down the road you can mm-hmm. have like a little series and I could just kind of piece it off, like episode blah blah, blah series, episode two of so and so person. That'd be kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't wait. That's coming up Monday. Other than that, uh, I'm really just ready for the launch of that. Everything's going well with me as far as uh, my school on here has been. It's been interesting. It's been definitely new wave-ish, but we'll get more into that later. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just excited for mm-hmm. the the things ahead with Anchor Nation too, all the stations, and just uh, the the future of February. Cool. Right, Jm, looks like we got to you, buddy.
1: Yeah, man, it was good. So yeah, we hitting on some good topics here, man. Like the one that's really resonating with me right now is. Uh, overthinking creative work right the analysis Mm -hmm. paralysis that one is resonating with me right now so my my goal for, for 2018 is to not do that basically to not overthink any design uh creative work or anything like that so what i'm working on lately and i've been talking about it on my anchor station also on jm on the daily i've been talking about the topic of design sprinting and I don't know if y'all been tuning in and not, like everybody is creating, creating, creating. It's hard to tune into everybody else's station, but I'm talking about design yeah. sprinting. Yeah. And basically what a design sprint is, is it was invented by the folks over at Google, Google Ventures. And uh, this guy that works over there, his name is Jake Knapp. He wrote a book called Design Sprint. And this was all the way back in like 2011. But like they, they're they collaborating with uh, agents called aj and smart on a udacity course for design sprinting and what it is it's a five-day design process that helps you to put out a prototype and test it with users so within this process you're trying to uh you're not trying to overthink designs at all you're trying to five days is a really short amount of time to have a design and a prototype like out there in front of users like it's a really 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 short window of time and uh what i did was i created my own design sprint process because i don't work at a big uh fortune 500 company with a lot of resources and stuff like that you know so it's just me you feel me and i decided to create some of my own products last time we was on the july squad together i talked about some products that i was going to work on i talked about a note-taking app um for, for long form letter writing between people. And, uh, I got that done. I did a design sprint. Oh yeah. I put out a bare bones prototype and you know, I did another design sprint on another product that I just wrapped up this week. You know, I just wrapped it up yesterday and it only took me three days. So I'm trying not to overthink the design process at all. It's not about polishing the screens and making sure we have a beautiful UI or anything like that. It's about just focusing on one core user, one core journey, and one core use case. And I think about um, basically, you know, successful products out there like Airbnb, you know, Uber. And the thing that they have is that they do one thing and they do it really great. But a lot of people, they jump straight into development of of a product. They jump straight into let's build the mobile app, you know, and that can take months. That can take months and months and months, you know, and I'm not going to mention no names, but we know some people that are actually doing that, that are creating hype and spending months and months and months building a mobile app. And then they launch it out into the market and they don't have any users. And it just flops. It's just like, Oh man, you know, this is not a very good app, whatever. You know, so with design sprinting, we're able to just jump into the future and test it with people. And if people think it's trash, they think it's trash. Now we know we don't have to wait all that time on a weak idea. You know, we can rework it now. So, you know, I'm really like not overthinking anything right now. You know, just just I, my yeah. advice to people is just it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. You know what I mean? Just put something out there and then and then see what people think. And then you can always iterate afterwards. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect because whatever you're trying to create might not be what people want anyway in the first place. And you're overthinking it and you're trying to make it perfect. And people don't even want it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People yep. don't want this yeah. product, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, sometimes you get the base out there. It's better. Because, so, you know, as you said, one thing I picked up on is time. Sometimes when you have too much time, it gives you more time to overthink. So look. The, 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 fact that you're di- the fact that you're doing it, the, the kind of, it may seem like a constrained amount of time. you got to get out only five days. The one good thing is you don't have much time to overthink. you got to get it out there and spit it out before you. Exactly. Uh, you yeah, win. the pressure is on
1: to, to get it out there, you know.
0: And so, yeah. You thrive off of pressure, too, sometimes. It's kind of it's what you need to stay on task. So I got you.
1: Yeah, that definitely makes it more fun and interesting, too. You know, the fact that the deadline is going to push you to get it out there you know so if you if you struggle with getting creative work out there whether it be videography work or you know photography any any kind of creative work you know put yourself on a strict deadline and just you know try to use minimal resources and put minimal effort into it at first you know to focus on the core idea right so with with design what I, what I focus on is I focus on telling stories I focus on the narrative you know and As long as I'm telling the right story, I'm on track. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. You know, it's all about, you know, doing the the least, putting in the least amount of resources and effort into telling this story. Then when we can validate that idea and get that story out and people resonate with that story, then we can work on, you know, making the design more beautiful, polishing it, you know, and, and taking it from there, you know, and just going all out.
2: Yeah that's such a good point especially when when it comes to anchor because mm-hmm. it's like you really you could do what I did in the beginning which is like okay I'm going to really edit <laughs> this thing into something really polished and it's like yeah. I spent all that time and work on it and I put it out there and like you know I'm sure it was good and I'm sure some people would like to to hear it but like I didn't stop and think well is this what people want exactly it was just yep. here's the polished finished product and now it's like i didn't check with you guys to see if this is something you even wanted <laughs> yeah. and maybe yeah maybe put it's so weird to think of it this way but put less effort into it until you know that this is something that's gonna gonna return on your investment less is you more know?
0: sometimes less is more. that's a really good point
1: yeah less is always more the thing is you know people have such a stigma like especially on social media there's this huge stigma of are you working hard enough Are you hustling? Are you hustling? Right. Mm -hmm. And it makes people feel really insecure, you know, when they they start to second guess themselves, they start getting imposter syndrome and they're all like, Am I working hard enough? Mm -hmm. Like Gary Vee is saying, or, you know, like Grant Cardone is saying, or whoever is saying, work hard, hustle harder, you know. And the thing is, you might be working backwards, to be honest. You understand? You might be working in the totally wrong direction, and that's not good. You know what I'm saying. So you could be working, 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 working harder isn't gonna get you further. You know, unless you have a clear mm-hmm. path and a clear direction in, in terms of where you're trying to go. Yeah, you're
0: yeah, absolutely man. right. Yeah. Absolutely right. No, because sometimes you rather you rather over deliver and under promise than over promise and under deliver. It's that, it's that old adage, where... Yeah, just, that makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. No, for Yo, sure. You should mark that yeah. down
1: as a quote. Post it on
0: Instagram. <laughs> well, actually, do man, it. Stay tuned because you never know where I got that from. <laughs> <Right>?
2: <laughs> you talk to so many people. It's probably from somebody you interviewed already, right? That's a hint
0: right there. <laughs> yeah, but right, then you just right. put put, put their name under it. You
1: know what you don't, I'm saying? Oh, you know to
0: you. claim it. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Just uh, put it as a little quote on Twitter. You know, just tweet that out.
0: Oh yeah, I got I got show notes on on every interview now, so I, that's how I get the quotes down. So I'll, I'll reveal one day. But uh, yeah, if if, 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 <laughs> if you don't do that, I'm gonna steal it, bro, for real. Uh, yeah, I got you guys though. Uh, but it sounds like, um, in all seriousness, it sounds like we're getting we're getting to somewhere where our creative mindset for this year it's it's all about really just focusing on that true inner spirit of creativity and and really going for it rather than kind of sulking around and worrying, is this great or not? And that's good. I think that's a great, uh, I think Aaron talked about in the first couple of days, what's your 2018 January goals? And I think that's a great goal to start off the year. Just kind of do it. Yeah. It's, it's gaining
1: momentum, Kate. That's, that's, that's the theme. You know, the, the theme is, is about gaining momentum this year. You know, like 2017 was, a, I don't know if it was a bad year for anybody else, but it was a really bad year for me. You know what I mean? Like I felt very stagnant. You know, like I had to have hernia surgery. You know, I've been sustaining all these injuries and stuff like that. I hadn't been working out. I was an avid fitness enthusiast for many years, and I wasn't able to work out anymore. And, and it, it, it put me in a bad mindset, put me in a bad place. You know, especially with my creative work, I started overthinking my creative work and thinking that I have to put out the, this perfect product. And then I put it out there. I don't know what this is. I don't even understand it. And I'm like, are you serious? But I spent months crafting this, you know, and working so Mm -hmm. hard and you don't understand what it's about, you know? So like 2018 is going to be all about picking up that pace and that momentum because I have to catch up on everything that I, I messed up on in 2017.
2: That could be soul crushing, man. Like spending all that time on something and then people just being like, meh, meh. I don't need that. I don't have a need for that because they don't see all that passion that you put into it and you see it through a really different lens than yeah. anyone else sees it.
0: Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's, it's just the work behind the scenes. We, no one gets to see that sometimes, but sometimes the work behind the scenes is the most important work. and I, I think that's something that needs to be uh, you know, not only talked about in a future episode, but just something that needs to be appreciated. How much behind the work that's hustling too if you think about all the stuff you're doing behind the scenes all the sacrifice you make that that's just as Mm -hmm. much as you know putting the finished product up
1: yeah and then when it doesn't work out you feel like you don't have anything to show for it neither you know what i mean and it's Mm -hmm. like wow you know all that time wasted everything wasted 2017 was just like a really really bad year you know recovering from surgery i spent months and months and months just sitting down too just not doing nothing you know Trying to get back into the groove of designing too, you know, and I did. And like I said, you know, wasted a, a lot of unnecessary time trying to make things pixel perfect, you know, to the T, down to the, to the tiniest pixel, you know, one space on that artboard, And it's like, it's not worth it. <laughs> it really isn't. It's so stressful.
2: Yeah. You got to move those priorities around, right? Put- and do something. Even if it's a little rougher, I think of it, especially around like video and you know any any kind of created creative, creative uh, endeavor. I think it's like right now where I am, I'm not the I'm doing air quotes the filmmaker that <laughs> I want to be. Like, do. We can't, we can't like see the air you know, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to make sure I took it because I don't take that title seriously. That's that's silly, but I'm definitely not where I want to be. I don't have the equipment that I want. I don't have the time that I want. I don't I can't go to the places I want to go to be able to make these types of videos. And so uh, I could sit here and be and have analysis paralysis on that and worry about that. Like, how am I going right. to get. A better camera? How am I gonna get better audio? How am I gonna get better lighting? Or I could just use what I have right now. And if I have a good core idea of what I'm presenting, then people latch onto that and they say, hey, I like this. And then yeah. all of a sudden I go, oh, okay, this is the thing that's been right in front of me the whole time. But I was so worried about how am I gonna get 4K, you know, 1080p, yep. 60 frames per mm-hmm. second. And they don't care. They don't care about that stuff. That can come later once, once you kind of establish yourself. So it's like I've used a lot of apps Jam that honestly were poorly designed as far as UI, but the idea was so good that it's like, hey, I'll will comment in that you know in the um, in the App Store and say, hey, I like this. I'm gonna use it. But could you now tweak? I don't like this color. And could you move this around? That's where you need to get. Yeah. Is where you need to get somebody who sees the idea and the vision, and then can go, okay, and here's an idea for how we can tweak it visually and make it look better and make it more fluid or something like that.
1: Definitely. But there's there's no excuse to like. It doesn't mean the UI needs to be garbage though.
0: You know what I'm saying? Oh no. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It <it's> still <laughs> has to have that foundation, you know. But I, yeah. I get what you're saying though. You know, there's somebody out there, you know, recording Uh, films uh, with an iPhone 4 or something. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and and they have a solid concept in terms of how they want to tell their story. And they're putting it on some really bare bones, whack website on probably Weebly.com or something like that. And they're getting clients or they're getting some kind of traction and they're getting momentum going. And Uh you're over here worried about 4 k and frames per second, yeah. and you know, it can yeah. really hold you back a lot.
2: Yep, and then then again, you you put all that money and that time and that effort into getting all those things. You know, you go out and get the drone, you go out and get the 4K cameras, and then you publish a video and you get nothing. And it's just like, you don't even get people saying they don't like it. Most of the time, especially people on YouTube, they get nothing. It's actually like it's actually kind of a good thing once the hate starts coming in, because yeah. then at least you know people are paying attention but the the curse of like the beginner YouTube is that no one cares about what you're doing, yeah, and wow. so you've you then you spend all that time and that money and that passion doing it, and then you just get ignored, and so it's like again it's everything's a little out of whack, I think we need to shift things back to you do you do the the good work the it may take a longer time on your older computer. It may not look as great on your older camera, but you do that work with that equipment until you start to get that traction. And then it's like, okay, now people are telling me this is good, this is bad, ditch this, do that. And then you can start crafting it and honing it into what it should be. It's yeah. systems. Yeah. And and that doesn't mean it should be bad. Just like you said, J M. It doesn't
1: mean that it doesn't have to be super bad. Yeah, it doesn't have to be super bad. But it it could be it could be bare bones. Is what I mean. Like the most minimal thing. Like I'm looking at people online. Like I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you probably follow some of these guys. Like uh, I don't want to mention names really, but you know, influencers, right? On Instagram. Oh yeah. On on Mm -hmm. you know on social media on Facebook. And these guys do like funny videos and they have so many followers and, you know, maybe they they rap or they they do some some things that are entertaining. And when you go to their website, right, they have so many followers, right? Maybe they have like a million followers, but you go to their website to to try to book them or whatever, and their website is garbage. You understand what I'm saying? Like each and every single one of them. They're like, oh, I'm an actor, I'm an entertainer. You go to their website, it's garbage. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? And, and, and I'm like, why? Why each and every single one of them? Their website is garbage. I mean, basura. Like, it's so bare bones, so minimal. It's and correct. it had me scratching my head. Like, what? Are you serious? But I'm, I'm seeing a pattern. It's like I told KT. Me and KT had a private conversation over the phone. I don't just see visual design patterns, you know. I see patterns in people's behavior and in what they do, you know. So I'm like, this means something. The fact that they all have trash websites that are just straight bassoon.
0: This means something,
1: for real, because that's a pattern. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It just really goes to show that you don't need the bells and whistles. Yeah, sometimes minimalistic
0: is the best no, he left. Did we lose him? Let me reinvite him back. That's the great thing about this. Is the one thing we're gonna to get the to anchor talking about. Um, so there. Hey. Yep. I'm yeah. Here. So uh, before he gets, sometimes minimalistic takes the word. Um, yep. When it's minimalistic it works for some reason. I feel like it's kind of the opposite. I felt like back in the day, yeah. you know, like five years ago, you needed all that. But now, the more minimalistic, the more simple you keep it, the more it, it actually flows. It's crazy. But that's how it mm-hmm.
2: works. When you have a good idea, the simpler, the better, right? Because in that, the idea
0: stands on there its he is. own. There I got you.
1: Yeah, I got booted off. What was the last thing y'all heard me say?
0: Oh, we, 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 uh, something about, uh, what was it, Aaron? For best, Minimalism, oh, yeah, minimalist. right? I, I talked about minimalistic is sometimes the best way to go. Oh, 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 yeah, oh for so, sure. like, like, like you, uh, you understand, like, like a psychologist, kind of like you understand the trends and behaviors.
1: Okay? I understand the yeah. I, I look at, I see the patterns, yes. yo. You know, and, and what I'm saying is that that means something. You know what I mean? It, it just means that you don't really need all the fancy bells and whistles. You don't need to have a perfect yeah. website. You don't need to have a perfect presentation. As long as people make mm-hmm. the point.
0: Sometimes workable yep. is better. I mean, as long as it's workable, as long as it's up there, it's got a chance. That's the great, that's the great thing yep. about it.
1: Because I think about the fact how these guys have millions of followers, though. You know what I mean? And it's like, wow, they don't even have a, a nice, fancy website with parallax scrolling and, you know, fancy transitions and, and animations and fancy interactions on their web page or anything like that. It's just like mm-hmm. a, a 1990s website. Real talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sometimes yeah. it
2: gets the job done. It's crazy. It's crazy. With the Wait. contact for them to do brand deals with them. That's all, that's all they need, you know?
1: Yeah, that's it, you know? And I, it's, it just blows me away, you know? And then when you see their earlier work, it's like, what? Yeah. Are you serious? You know, Where did that come from? Like, yeah. yeah. It, 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 and yeah. their earlier work usually looks really, really easy. It's not professionally done at all. You know? And it, it, it gives you guys, it should give you guys hope, man. Especially you, Aaron, with, with doing film, it should give you a lot, mm-hmm. man, that, you know what? Yeah. Things don't have to be perfect right now because the thing is, the more you spend time, this is what I learned, the, the more you, I've been doing design for about six years and me focusing so much on making things perfect makes me now look inexperienced because I'm lacking a certain body of work now. Mm -hmm. And that lacking that body of work makes you look inexperienced. When people want to see your work, they're like, oh, can I see what you've been working on? And what you've been working on is taking you three months to work on. (laughs) And you're like, yeah, I'm in the middle of that project. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, and it, it just makes you look inexperienced. You know, so that's not going to yep. be my 2018. My 2018 is going to have drive so much momentum is going to be ridiculous.
2: That is great. I think um, it's so weird how we have these conversations that all seem to kind, connect. Of, c- kind of connect, because the one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about tonight, and I'm not going to go into super great detail <clears throat> about it, but everything we've been saying here is basically um i posted a picture on instagram right before we started yeah, with this book. i saw you, you me side. in there
1: too i was like uh oh
2: i was yeah. getting ready this this book man is it's called the war of art and it's by stephen pressfield he's he's an author um he does some fiction work he's not really that well known of an author i have never read any of his actual fiction um but i had this recommended to me through some podcasts I listen to and um, it's basically about, I mean, the tagline is break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles. Mm -hmm. So of course me being the ultimate overthinker, I'm like, Oh, great. I'll pick up this book and I'll learn the secret, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'll learn, I'll learn what it is. (laughs) And it ends up being this, it ends up being this tiny little book that takes you like maybe two hours to read all the way through. Like 30 pages. Um, And it's, it is a hundred and sixty pages. Oh, like well, you're that, you're,
1: which is you're not, a speed reader,
2: and a lot of these pages are very oh, short. Okay. Um, like this one has two paragraphs. So he leaves imagine. a lot of okay. space for, yeah, he leaves a lot of space for notes and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, uh, this book, man, is everything we're talking about tonight. It's crazy. So it's basically talking about what keeps us from creating is. Is this thing he calls resistance, and it's really oh, everything. It's, it's life. Resistance. Oh, yes, and and he really made me feel really good about the fact that sometimes the things I really want to do, like I want to really, I want to make videos, I want to post stuff on Anchor, I want to be out there, but yet those are the things that resist me the most, and they push back against me. And for a long, for the longest time, I'm like, well, then I guess I just don't have the passion for it. You know, I'm not, I'm not called to that particular vocation, whatever it may be, but he lays out that the thing that, that pushes against you the most is the thing you should really be paying attention to Mm. because there's a reason why it's pushing against you. And it could be because you're afraid. It could be because you're just, you know, you're worried that it's not going to be good enough. All this stuff we've been talking about tonight you're worried about about the quality of it and so you just end up not doing it you end up giving into the resistance and mm. just just being blocked and i feel like that has been my life up until this this early on point i've i've had little flashes of it occasionally where it's like oh hey i put in some good work on that thing and it worked out really well that was fun okay well that was great but doesn't mean the next thing's going to be good you know and i give back into the resistance but He just talks about like doing the work, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Everything we've been talking about tonight where it's like, don't worry about whether or not it's good. Don't worry about if people are even going to like it, get it out there. It's like you owe it to the world essentially to get your creativity out, even if it's bad. And so I'm going to go through, I actually purchased two copies of this book. Cause I'm going to go through one of these with like a highlighter and just highlight some really good stuff. Yeah. And I might even talk about it. I might either talk about it on anchor. Or I might even do a video on it. That's how much this, this thing has spoken to me. Nice. Um, it's, it's so good. It um, but he talk- I'm just cool. gonna- I think, I think everybody listening to this should read it because if you're listening to this, I'm assuming that you're interested in the creative life or you're doing this kind of stuff yourself um, and you'd like some, I like to say tips, but this doesn't even really give you like tips. That's what I like about it. It's not a self-help book.
1: Yeah. It's
2: more like a, a kick in your, in the pants to say, get, get to work, quit whining, get to work because that's, what's really going to cause you to, to break through these, these things that resist you, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, it's like a band, it's like a resistance. you were, I got you. yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, it's health and fitness and workout and stuff too, right? I mean, resistance is what makes our muscles stronger. The more we lift, the heavier, and the more often we do it, the more that resistance builds up in our muscles. And so it's like, this is not just, like, creative stuff. This is life. Like, life is resistance, and we're all resisting against everything. And uh, it's no wonder that in creative endeavors, that exists, too. You know, that resistance is a thing there. But, J.M., you were just saying about, like, getting something out there, even if it's not any good. And he talks in the very beginning about how he's a writer. So he does like four hours of writing every day. And so it's about three thirty in the afternoon, the office is closed. How many pages have I produced? I don't care. Yeah. Are they any good? I don't even think about it. All that matters is I've put in my time. I've hit it with all I've got. That's right. All that counts is that for this day, for this session, I have overcome resistance. Oh man. That's that's just in the first that's page fire. of the book. <laughs> it's in the first page of the book. And when I read that, I was like, man, okay. And and then he just kind of spends the rest of the book kind of outlining what he means by that. Um, it does get very towards the end. It gets a little spiritual. And so if you're not really like a spiritual person, I would think of it maybe a little more in the abstract. In fact, the, um, Somebody does a foreword for him, and he kind of mentions that too. So I'd recommend reading the foreword too. But um, just that these creative drives were put in us for a reason—that kind of stuff. Um, so you can either take that literal or you know with a grain of salt. But the the rest of it is really really good. Um, it's just one of those books that I think I'm going to have to pour over a little bit more. But the big main thing is you got to put in the work because that building with that resistance, working with that resistance is going to flex those muscles, and it's going to make it stronger. That's right. And even even if you don't want to do it, and actually at one point he says, especially if you don't want to do it, you really should do it because it's it's like essentially the universe telling you this is something that's worthwhile. You're It's worthwhile because you're scared about it. That means that it's worth something to you. Something's on the line. Something's at stake, and that means you should probably pay attention to it. And so many times when I get scared or I get like, oh, this isn't going to be any good, and so I just quit, it's like, what did, I, what did I miss out on? I could have missed out on something really good if I would have just pushed through
0: it. No, I like that because I can vibe with that a lot because it doesn't matter what the end result is, of it's perfect or not, or it doesn't matter what's going on. And the fact that the hardest days, those days where you feel like adversity is hitting you in the face, that is the best mm-hmm. day because that's how you rise to the occasion. I know I, I can feel with that hundred percent.
2: Yeah. It's as much like I want I'm tempted to just literally read this entire book, but I won't because I think this author deserves uh he deserves everybody to go out and buy this book. It's super short, so it's like seven bucks on Amazon. Um nice. but yeah, even cheaper on uh Kindle and stuff like that. But I got you. Um yeah, it's great. Um There was one part I did want to say Um, here. I'm going to I am going to read this one paragraph and then I'll leave it at that. Um, It says resistance will tell you anything to keep you from doing your work. It'll perjure, fabricate, falsify, seduce, bully, cajole. Resistance is protean. It will assume any form if that's what it takes to deceive you. It'll reason with you like a lawyer or jam a 9 millimeter in your face like a stick-up man. Resistance has no conscience. It will pledge anything to get a deal and then double-cross you as soon as your back is turned. If you take resistance at its word, you deserve everything you get. Resistance is always lying, and it's always full of crap. Wow. Only he didn't say crap. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff like that. that he, he has such emotion in his... In his writing, um, I actually originally came across this as I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Um, yeah. And the guy who reads this for the audiobook version is a guy who actually reads a bunch of novels that I listen to. So I love his voice. And that voice combined with the words that this guy has, it's just unlike anything I've ever heard before. But yeah, man, it's like, it's everything, it'll keep you from trying to do the things that matter the most, you know? It's insidious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't really sit here and take and take you through. Okay. So step number one, right. you know, now that I've outlined this, this is what you need to do. Step yeah. number two. No, he just like,
0: he's this blunt, is the problem. Yeah,
2: like- yeah. And he's like, you know what to do and what to do is you need to sit down and do the work or get up and do the work, whatever the case, whatever it is you're doing, you need to do the work, even if it's not going to be good. Even if it's not going to be pretty, that doesn't really matter.
0: And it's kind of, It's it's funny you say that because it's so. It's almost like ninety percent of us that don't do the work. It's on us. Like the ten, the other ten percent might be some type of factor, like you know, a, a second opinion. But ninety percent is that resistance. Like it's up to us to change it. You know, no one's going to yep. tell you to change it. So I, I can see that one hundred percent.
2: It's. I mean, you just think about the people who have essentially made it in whatever field you're looking at. Uh, taking YouTube, for ex- for example, um, one of the guys that everybody looks up to as far as video creations, Casey Neistat, and the guy works like all day, every day. He just works. And it's like that is the difference between him and everybody else is the fact that he's willing to do the job that everybody else would have given up on it in day two. And he does it 365 days a year. And it's because he's seen the the work of resistance and what happens if he gives into that. Now, I don't think he's read this book and, you know, thinks of it that way. But the way he talks is just like, I got to do the work and you need to hustle and you need to do the work. Even if you think no one's going to watch it, even if you think no one's going to like it, let's do right. the work and things will start falling
0: into place, you know? No, that's a good point because in the beginning, you know, you may you may get those notions, and that's when the resistance is the highest. So the start yep. the start of anything it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like when you first get, get out of workout, right? The first you, you get like a twenty five day, you're going twenty five, you take a three week break. How are you gonna restart? That's the resistance right there holding you back. But once you get into it, yeah, you gotta go for it. So I know what you. That's a great point. That's a great point. Once
2: you get into it, yeah, that's that's like ninety percent, right? Is like getting up and just doing it. I think he says, I was trying to see something about um, basically he just said oh yeah, there we go. Uh, there's a secret that real real writers know that wannabe writers don't. Writers are his, and the secret yeah. is this. it's not write, It's not the writing part that's hard. What's hard is sitting down to write. Mm. And what keeps us from sitting down is resistance. So it's like Man, this book, I tell you what, that's only in the first few pages, guys. This thing is, is just jam packed full of stuff Gosh. like that. But, um, but yeah, it's like the hardest part of, of working out is getting yourself off the couch, brushing yep. the Doritos off your chest, and, and going. <laughs> because once you do that, you're Uh-oh. there, and you're like, yeah, at least for me, once I'm there, I'm doing it. And, uh, For me in video, like the hardest part is like, well, I guess I should go upstairs and try to figure out how to how to uh, edit with this new editing software. And, man, it's hard and I don't want to do it. And that's kept me from creating things. You know, it's that's that's the stuff right there. So if you can get beyond that point, his his thought is, I don't really have any other advice for you beyond that, because things will start falling into place and you'll start you'll start creating what you were meant to create. And there isn't any other steps that I need to give you because you'll figure it out from there.
0: The only other step would be to maintain and evolve. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's the the only thing I'll say is when you get to that point, just make sure you evolve and maintain. That's it. After after that, you're good. I got you. just like just like we've been talking
2: about. Like, I don't have the camera. I don't have this. Well, once you get to that point where you're there, then you can start evolving. And then you can start, but that, that should just naturally happen as people are giving you feedback and you're dedicated to it and you're putting in the work. Then slowly over time, you're going to do things to put yourself in a better position because you've done all this work.
0: I got you 100% on that for sure.
2: It's a great book guys. I recommend it for sure. And if you do end up reading it, I think we should, we should have like a book review or something on July squad. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll look into that, Jamie, and then we'll try to yeah. see if we can hook that up or something, if we can get that going. It's great. So, anyway, that's my spiel for
2: the
1: night. Uh, nah, it sounds like a great book. I really want to talk about it, out yeah.
2: for real. I've been fired up about that for uh, probably about a week or so. Oh, nice, nice. That's great, yeah.
0: Alright, so we move into our um, next topic we had on the show is, uh what's been up with I Anchor mean, lately. So, yeah. All right, oh, so we're gonna talk about anchor. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> All right, so I know Aaron you've been kinda of anchor amazing. talk. Yeah, it's the only yeah. time we really talk about, so that's good. Um so Aaron, I know you've been kinda of listening lately and, mm-hmm. and Jay I'm and I had a private call. And Jay we we talked about this too, how we got we the, so last we talk, the last time we talked the last time we talked, we gotta go live. I think you mentioned it even before the show here. <laughs> I no we're not going live, I forgot. Uh, like I almost said, like, we're going live with, a wait a minute. No, we're not. That's got to that, come. Uh, yep. But we also talked about the listener and how the creator is getting, a, it's almost like there's a 95% creator and a 5% listener base. And J.M. Right? J- yeah. J- 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 and I were starting to think, like, your prediction is coming true. Where, what do we do for the listener? And, and I don't know if you've been noticing that, but it's been very creative. Uh, centered. Yeah. The epicenter is creativity right now and being creative. And that's, that's great because
2: we're creative people, but it's like, where, where are the people who just want to listen? You know, I, I always, I know I've said this before, but I always bring it back to YouTube, which is like a lot of us, like the majority of people don't create videos on YouTube. They just subscribe to the people they want to see mm-hmm. and they check it every day, you know, compulsively when they see that notification come up, they're like, Ooh, there's a new video by so-and-so I got to go watch that right now. And so what's being done with anchor to create that same sense of connection with the, with the audience. Um, They've given given us a lot of good tools, but I think the thing they haven't given us yet is that way to connect more with the audience. I think live would be it. Honestly, the more, the more I think about it, the more I think that if we're going to connect you and us three need to be talking like this and they can be listening live and they can ping us with questions while we're there um, and kind of direct and steer the show where they want it to go um, or call in and we could have somebody jump in for like two minutes. You get two minutes to talk and then you get kicked off kind of thing. But I think that would go a long way to creating some kind of connection between someone who's just a listener and someone who is actually creating. I had um, somebody favorite my station just the other day. Um, and so i typically when people do that i go check out what what it is they're talking about what they're doing and i notice this person has not posted anything Ouch. and so i thought well i thought okay this is this is the kind of person that we need he's a listener right? right um it looked like his station had never been on as far as i know um i've been checking back i you know i i followed him but i haven't seen anything so to me i think he's a listener um and i'm like okay what could i do to engage that guy and be like, hey, what is, what is going to get him to, every time it pops up says Aaron's posted something new, what's going to get him to, to come into it? And um, I think if that notification said something like Aaron, uh, JM on the Daily and Kevin Touch are now live doing the July squad show, click here to, to listen listen live or something like that, that creates a sense of urgency. And then when he's in there and he sees he can talk to us and we can talk back, creates that connection um I think it's the only way for this platform to go to be completely honest. I think it could do what it's doing right now and be fine for a while. but if they want to evolve, evolve and get more people like casual listeners i think I think they're gonna to need to do
0: something like that I like I like broadcaster to audience engagement tools um mm-hmm. i think I think and I talked about. How uh, you mentioned favor, we we personally think there needs to be a system without the favor, right? Jan, where, where the favored system needs to go, and we have mm. like a playlist or something because, yeah, because sometimes we get that old ads like I favor your station, but then you got the dial, and then you got all that stuff which needs to go yeah, too. The
1: dial, the dial is just trash, bro. The dial is trash, but yeah. in, in terms of the dial, like it, if we can improve the dial system, right. I, I was telling KT about my faves. I don't know if you remember that, Aaron. I'm sure you remember it, cause oh yeah, we're we're older than KT, so we know about my faves with T-Mobile. Oh yeah, T-Mobile yep. my faves. I had the the T-Mobile Sidekick LX. Oh man, back in the day, uh, you know, in in 2007, yep. and we had we had my faves, and everybody wanted to be on my my faves. And, and I, I think about how my faves was kind of like the dial. So when I think mm-hmm. of the dial, I think of my faves. But Well, if you had the sidekick, you know what I'm saying? Or if you remember yep. how the interface for the sidekick was, it's kind of like the anchor dial, you know? But you only mm-hmm. have five people that you really, like, keep up with. You know, this was yep. you can call these five people Unlimited, you could send them unlimited text messages. Yeah, you could yeah. you could call them unlimited. You know, cause back in the day, you know, we had minutes. You know, it wasn't uh-huh. unlimited calling like that. And yep. another thing, a lot of people probably don't remember is that your internet didn't really get capped by data. You understand? You had unlimited internet. You know what I mean? Mm. So it was just like, super
2: slow. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: just ridiculously slow. You had two G. Yeah. So you know, but. Yeah. I think if Anchor went in the direction of, like, my faves, where you could, like, you, you it's up to you to have, like, your top five favorite stations that you want to tune into, then I think that would just be awesome, because not everybody is consistent with creating content on Anchor either, and I thought about, yep. I thought about how that's a problem, and it creates a problem for me on the dial when I do want to tune into people, and then some people mm-hmm. create, and they, they create on a very minimal level also. So like they might yep. post just one segment and it's like, oh, you yep. know, I want to feed the beast today. I don't want to just hear one segment. I want to feed the beast. You know what I yep. mean? So, you know, I think if we had uh, my faves on here <laughs> that it could help a lot. Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, and I keep coming back to that segment browser too. So if it was a combination Probably of my faves, it, yeah, yeah. plus if I click on like Kevin's station, I c- it then expands and shows me here's all the segments he's posted in the last 24 hours where do you want to start that oh, would go a very long yeah, way that'd be
1: cool too
2: yeah I mean and this is not this is not a knock on you Kevin like at all but sometimes I don't have time to listen <laughs> to everything but I know I missed stuff in there that I would want to know. I was just before this listening to your laser mode one that you did recently. Oh, yeah. And and that was great. And I'm like, this is what I want to hear. I want to hear you talking about stuff. And, like, I like the echoes and the, the shout outs and stuff because that's, that's classic you. But, like, if I could kind of scroll through and be like, okay, this is him just talking about this or this is an interview. I want to start that here. Right. That would be That'd be game changing too, because then again, it would be a little more like an MP3 player and a podcast than a yeah. The dial dial doesn't really work that much for me.
1: Trash. I don't like that. Yeah. You know, you just reminded me of something else too. Another thing, just a very very small thing about you know tuning into somebody's station. So like, I'd like Mm -hmm. to see when I'm ready to feed the beast, and I really want to like hardcore laser mode. Listen to people's segments. I want to know how long it's gonna take all together to listen to your station, before I move yeah. on to another station. So it should tell me, mm. you know, like when you go. I don't know if anybody is on Medium, right? Are you on Medium, Aaron? I'm not. What's that? Okay, so Medium is a blogging platform where people can oh, write cool. articles and stuff like that, and That's there's cool. a lot of UX design and technology, and you know, a lot of writers are on there also, and you know it's kind of like social media for blogging which is really cool and they have that's, a, yeah that's interesting they have an applause system so also on medium oh, where you can just like clap on somebody's blog which is pretty cool but the, the main thing cool. that they have that gets my attention is you know it's not pages right so you don't know how many pages it, it the blog is it's just uh-huh. one long form mm-hmm. thing but it tells you it's going to take four oh, minutes wow. to read this. Or it's going to take yeah, this five says minutes to read this. 13-minute
2: read. I'm on it now. 13-minute read, three-minute read. That's cool. Yeah.
1: And I
0: really think... That's interesting. Wow.
1: Yeah. They, I really think that they should do that. Something so small, so simple, that they can do on Anchor. You know, if I'm tuning into Kevin touch station, it's just it say 20-minute listen. You know? Yeah. Or 30-minute listen. You know? Just to, to give me an idea. So that way I know... You know, if I'm going to feed the beast, I might be like, okay, I'm going to feed the beast for an hour, you know, and see yeah. what's going on. But if if I tune into KT Station and his whole station is an hour, then I'm not going to get to listen to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. going to be stuck on KT Station for a whole hour.
0: <laughs> yep. No, it's true. Some people, like, I'm not trying to sound ridiculous, but some well, have four or five hours of content. Like, yeah, no, yeah. One ha- no one has time for it, you know? Well, don't, don't get me wrong. Like,
2: I I have a ton of podcasts in my feed that are two to three hour long podcasts. And I listen to them over the course of several days. So another another integral part of this is there needs to be a way for it to know where I stop. Oh, that's huge. And that way I can come back to it because then I would finish more more of your segments if I knew, oh, wow, where I was halfway through this interview and my, my app crashed. and now I have oh, no yes. idea where I was, and I'm sitting there flipping through. I think I heard this part. Yeah, I heard this part, you know. So, um, man, this Medium thing is really cool. Like, I've actually never seen it before.
1: Yeah, um, I, got, I got some articles on Medium, too. Definitely follow me, too, on Medium. Definitely,
2: yeah, I'll do that. But, yeah, I like, and I like the style where it's just like, here's this person. Here's what it's about. Uh, here's a nice visual for it. And then gives you that that time. And so let's say that that was, that was the new dial, right? Kevin yeah. Touch popped up there because he posted something recently. He's up in the top left. I click it. It says here's what he's going to talk about. Here's how long. And you hit the play button and you go. And it does a little progress bar, keeps track of where you were on that. So if I lose interest in that and then leave and then come back later, I can, I can pick up where
0: I left off. Um that would be really that'd be really cool. Well not only that, I thought about this too. We we only get five minutes from these segments. That's true. What if yep. we just do let's say we have this, I thought about this idea. They give us unlimited timing and people who do like a morning show, I know we live on a planet. he just does a morning show. Give him like it like he has unlimited timing. He does all his recordings within an hour just with the mm-hmm. unlimited timing. He stopped let's say instead of those five minute segments that take like twelve segments plus callings. Maybe it cuts mm-hmm. it. it cuts the time in half because all he's got to do is take one half hour recording, take a quick break, publish call-ins, next segment, and then boom, it's two segments and then you can high-speed yeah. scrub through it or something. Something where we can right. do it, that. It, it takes
1: a lot of time to post segments too because like... Five okay. minutes is
0: not enough. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wonder, I wonder, I would love to see some data from this, oh, uh, yeah. from this app because I'm curious about what people feel about uh, the whole the short segments, the Snapchat esque style of the app, and I wonder is that is that the thing that's keeping people here, or do people just want an easy platform to record audio? And maybe the, it maybe keeping this whole Snapchat style isn't the best way to go. Maybe it's so. maybe it's yeah. doing something a little more long form. You know? No, you're um,
0: absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. No, but I would love to hear. I'd love ball. to like know. You mm-hmm. know? yeah if it's yeah. gonna be a
1: podcast it, it, everybody does an hour podcast two hour podcast you know what mm-hmm. i mean i like the quick punchy stuff like i i like to do quick punchy stuff but uh you know like if you tune into Minds, i don't do any anything really longer than 15 minutes but anchor should give me that 15 minutes to do it you know what i mean yeah Where i don't have to stop and then be like oh well, stay tuned, guys, because I'm about to post another segment. Like, that's ridiculous. It takes time. Uh, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, especially right yeah. now. These are not five-minute segments that we're doing right here. This is like, we've been on mm-hmm. here already a half an hour, not counting the time that I got knocked off. Yeah.
2: Oh, hey, I've been meaning to ask you guys. I haven't posted audio in, on Anchor in a long time. But I saw I was listening, and I heard somebody say, or not heard, I saw on their segment it said, you know the topic, and it said one of five. So, of five. Once it, one like segment number one of five segments. Yeah. So, a, is uh, okay. it um if I hit record and I get past the five minute mark, it used to just stop. Does it continue now and and break it up for you? Yeah, into different segments.
1: The five segments. Yep. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. See, that's
0: that alone is
2: pretty nice. Because... Now the only
0: thing is with the one of five, are you seeing that like in the comment, like underneath it, like the little sub thing underneath? I, I think so. That's gonna. I, break It's it been up. a while. That's gonna break yeah. it up because they put it through the clipper tool.
2: I think. I think that's what's yeah. happening. Okay. If you, I'm. Yeah. I might just try it out and see what happens next time. Because I was like, if if they would do, because I'm pretty sure Snapchat does that, where if you just keep holding down the record button. Even if you get past that segment, it'll just keep going, and then it'll give you, okay, here's your five clips that you had, and then you can upload them from there.
0: Interesting. Um,
2: yeah, so that, like, you don't really miss a beat. You, there's a little a little skip, like a little millisecond of a skip in between each one. but um, No big deal, yeah. You don't have to stop, and then, okay, where was I, uh, and relaunch back into it. So I need to check and see if that's a thing, because that would be handy.
0: Well, that's, I think it, we raised some good points, though, because if you think about it, we don't have a hundred percent time to devote everyone's station in a day. We're getting—I yeah. don't know how many users. We got a lot, many users on this app now. A lot of creators, most of them are creators. And the fact mm-hmm. that we don't really have the the option yet to listen with the high speed scrubbing or something, we have to we have to yeah. we have to look into that. I think that's something good. And the live feature, we've been. We've been requesting that for years, yep. i seems like. I, I, I'm, okay. listen, I'm
1: listening to segments on faster mode.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that helping?
1: Podfasting, right? Podfasting, yeah. I'm listening yeah. on, I think it's 1.5 times speed. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. That, that option. Yeah, I yeah. think we should be
1: able to increase the speed, though,
0: to also
1: to, like, at least two times speed.
0: Yeah. Or, you yeah, know. we're going to so skip like, some more seconds. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever taken a
1: Udemy course? Any of you guys? Mm-mm. No. No. Yeah. Well, on Udemy, if you take a course, um, some of the instructors like talk really, really, really slow. So um, mm-hmm. you can do you can take the course and do it on um, 1.5 times speed or even two times speed. On oh, that's nice. Yeah. So like, you could power through it if you're a fast listener. And me, I'm a, I'm a fast listener. So like I'm mm-hmm. like. Yo, get to the point. You know what I mean? And then like,
0: yeah. you know?
1: <laughs> you can just speed through it.
0: No, it's important. Yeah. It's important. If, if he's at, I think that's, if that goes back to how, how much willing time you're going to spend. A person like me who I get to a lot of stations, but at the other end, am I going on to – I'm going on normal speed, but I'm doing where I see the main point, and that's good enough for me. I'll either call in or I'll be like, okay, with the comment. I'll leave a comment artist applaud, move on to something more interesting. Until I get one thing out of your segment and I think it's clear, I'll try my best to comment or call in. I think it's fire and then move on. Because you can't if you just if you were just to sit there, sometimes you get caught up in it. I'm like, oh I'm neglecting other stations. So it's well, cool. you know what K T you might
1: miss uh, you might misinterpret somebody's segment though. It's like it's like um mm-hmm. when we were kids in school, right? And they take a test and and like a standardized test and it's multiple choice question and it says which of these is not true but you ignore the fact that it says not true and you look at the answers and you circle the one that you think is true but you misinterpreted the question right you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. which of these is not true (laughs) you know and you circle the one that's true so i i think you know that that can happen if you're just tuning into somebody's yeah, you're trying to just get, hear something real quick and be like, okay, I get the point. Boom, let me call in or whatever. You know what I mean?
0: No, nah, you, mm. you're, you're right. You're right. You gotta, you gotta always be careful of what you got going on. You don't want to overdo it with the, uh, the carelessness of the listening. I got you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think 1.5 times speed is is a uh, is a better look. Yeah, I agree.
0: They don't give us an option like a two, extra two a on here, right? I haven't tried that yet.
1: Nah, not yet.
0: Okay. That's interesting. But, th- but that, that definitely does, you know, it gives us ideas. I'm sure it's giving them ideas to how to improve this app with the listener because we can, we can have hundred percent creators on this app, but we can all be creators, but who's going to listen. So it's important to give these tools, not only to the creator, but to the listener so they feel more comfortable. And just to wrap it up as like Aaron with a new guy who favored the station. Uh, whether they're mm-hmm. a listener or creator, they still have that red button mm-hmm. center. What do we do with the red button? What do we do with this app? There's no real way yet to yeah. do it correctly or wrongly, yeah. which is good, but we like to see something for the new user where they have a quick tutorial like okay you're not you know you're not you don't have to be scared about where this is going. It's just going to the station it's up up there, and it, it works I... yeah all right, That's so weird. we move in yes, yeah, so we move
2: into our final oh th- there it is. No, go ahead. Because I think I think what you're going to talk about is is what I was about to bring up.
0: Oh, I, so go ahead. No, I was going to actually. I think I just kind of forgot. So, what what you have?
2: Okay. Well, you had mentioned to me earlier. Um, this is kind of still anchor related, that there were a lot of egos coming on. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Actually. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you? I haven't. I haven't experienced that. So, where where's where's your head at with that?
0: Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of different egos. Uh, there's been a lot of people who. I feel like they're I don't want to say that they think they own the app, but they they have a sense of them where like they know it. like they know what's going on they think it's it's about them, and they feel more like they have to do that first like get themselves at a higher level and just mm. keep going like that and just kind of neglect the audience or or they feel like, like for example i i think one guy I'm not going to mention a name but he was like yeah, this is our, this is the app here. I'm on anchor. This is my podcast, the podcaster. This is the station, and this is my station. It's it, it's not really for the community. It's more mm-hmm. for the person. I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys have been experienced, but I know I've been I've been seeing that with the recent.
2: I haven't listened to a lot of new people lately. It's mostly been like you guys, and you know, I I haven't branched out a whole lot. Um, but you're saying they're they're a little more egotistical in the fact that it's like this app is about me and what right. I have to say, and not so much about what you guys. So are people like maybe publishing less collins? Are they not
0: interacting with the community as much? Like what's the? I'm thinking it's, it's probably the la- uh, the second. I think I think it's not interacting. I mean I, I don't know if it's publishing call-ins because yeah. I, I don't have that data. I wish I did. But Collins we,
2: give you content, man. Exactly, we love Collins. Exactly. <laughs> Please, in.
0: Exactly, exactly. But I, I'm going to say it's just no interaction with the community. If there is, it's very minimal. And with the comment feature, I'm sure they could, they could try to get away with it and say check out my – I've yeah. seen this too where check out my station on Anchor in the comment section and then where's the value you're giving? You're just doing it to like 100 people. Can you fulfill, mm-hmm. the, can you fulfill the engagement of getting to those 100 people? I have no problem with people doing that as long as I can film the engagement to all those people. If not, right. it's kind of yeah. interesting. You know? yeah. I don't know if you've been seeing that, JM, but I've been, I've been seeing that for sure. No,
1: definitely. Um, sometimes, and, and it's not even, okay, I see where you're coming from with the ego thing. Some people, they have an ego and it's out there. But then other people, they have an ego too, but they're trying to front like it's about mm. everybody. I don't know if you know what oh, I mean yeah. by that, but they're, awesome. they're people that they front like it's like it's about the people, but it's really about them because they don't engage with anybody. They don't they don't interact with people. You you can hit them up a thousand times, they're never gonna hit you up. You know what I mean? They're never gonna respond to you. And it's like, oh, okay, really? That's what it's that's what it is. And you know, ego can manifest itself in, in many different ways. It doesn't have to just be like, you know. Out there, like flamboyant ego,
0: out there. Right, right. Just a difference between ego and then really high confidence. Somebody's got really high confidence; they can do it. That's okay, as long as they put the work in, and have no problem. But if you got an ego and you're just kind of neglecting the other person at the other end, I don't see any value in that as of right now. You know, and we're trying to build together, so I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see the purpose of having an ego right now. I think, I think it's too. Not only is it way too early in this app, but I don't think this app's about that. I want this app to be more about build, building together and building something cool, as a pioneer or something like that. We, we're all pioneers in this thing. I mean, we all came here re- relatively new, so it's uh, it's important to keep that. I guess it's no surprise that people feel that way because
2: it kind of feels how Anchor's being marketed currently is. Oh, yeah. That is like hey this is your thing this is about you and it is so like you know that's that's fine it is your station it is about you but i think like what we have proved even just the 3 of us here right now is that it's about connecting with people more than it is about your station right. per se it's like your station's just your hub that's just the place where you put your thoughts but then it's everything else that happens like these kind of conversations and uh, you know, finding new people that you find interesting and, and reaching out to them and then they listen to your stuff and you know it's that connection and getting getting that first call in. I mean, that, that's huge for For you, Kevin, and for me too, it was the it was the moment that changed my opinion on the app. So my opinion on the app was just like, I'm just gonna use this as a platform to point people towards my podcast, right right and sure I'll post too. stuff on here occasionally. And then when you replied to something, and called in I was like oh this is way different than I thought so it wasn't it wasn't the the actual like core idea of the app that really got me it was the secondary thing that's like oh yeah and you can make friends and and meet new people and stuff like that but for me that has become the focus now is like I get to connect with you guys that I would have probably never met you guys ever and so it's like I feel like if we could get people to focus in on that and if maybe even the anchor marketing team could focus in on like this record with friends feature and hey this is about meeting people and connecting with people um, on top of you get your own radio station then I think that would go a long way
0: to kind of setting the right
2: expectations
0: right and uh, then exactly how put like for me is that it goes back to the power of one I think it, it goes back for me if David hadn't called into my station and uh-huh. I deleted the app, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been talking to you right now. You know, and it, it, Without him, no calling for Aaron. And who knows? That, that's like half the people. It probably wouldn't even mm-hmm. be on. You know? Because yeah. a, lot, a lot of people have said uh, that I've connected with them, they've connected with somebody else, and i found connections through each other. Imagine if there's a couple missing pieces to that puzzle you just yep. never know so it's important to connect the puzzle pieces and, and don't be afraid to reach out it's the connection of voice i think that does it
2: so if you could mix the connection of audio, audio along with something as slick as like this medium site that gives you everything kind of laid out i think they i think they'd be they'd hit on something huge and they'd get a lot more listeners than they would because then it would just be like, oh, I'm just going to jump on here and I'm going to listen to what a couple people have to say about the newest Star Wars movie or whatever. And then and then you go, oh, I kind of like this guy. I'm going to follow him. Right. And that's a regular account. And then you start realizing, oh, I can also post things. It could should kind of follow that, the whole YouTube loop, right? Where it's like you go out there, you find a video you like, you watch it, and then you go, I could do that. And then you look at and you go, oh, they let me do that here and it's free? That's crazy. Yeah, I'm going to start doing that, too. That's how it should go on Anchor, too. It should be primarily you listen, and then you discover that you can also be a creator. I but, think that works the best way.
0: And I think, Jay, and I, we talked about this, I think, back in October with you, like when I was doing that active listening challenge. Sometimes you've got to take that, that first step of listening to somebody to really get that understanding of something else. It's important to, yep. to kind of test the waters, as they say and then gradually work your way into that. This is the one thing with this app, that there is one thing. You don't have to go in here guns a 100% of the time. It's, that's the great thing about it. You can gradually work your way up there and work your way mm-hmm. steadily. You don't have to do it 100%. And I think when we talked about that active listening challenge back in October and we talked about how we can improve the listener, the first thing you got to do for the new listener, new, new listener, is take that first step in listening if you don't feel confident to record right away. I, I, I'd rather you listen to somebody in the beginning than post seven intervals. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you get those stations like, well, th- the seven intervals, what's that doing for you? It's not really I – mean, it's helping in a sense that you got something up there great, but you don't have your voice out there. So it's not really helping in the long run. Yeah, which right. is
1: important. It's important to your, for your voice to be heard, you know? hmm
2: That is the power is your, the voice needs to be heard. And so I think the focus needs to be on how can we get the uh, most amount of people to hear what you have to say. And, you know, I think some of the social integration is a good step in that direction. I think it needs to be a little bit deeper integration would be nice, but, um, all this being said, like we always kind of caveat this with, like, we love Anchor. Like, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't, like I said, none of this would be possible without it. So a lot of all of this stuff is just constructive criticism that we hope makes it to somebody's ears, or at least uh, at least makes us feel better talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> but we love, we love, or at least I
0: personally love it. So definitely, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, all, all we got, all we got to do is just, you know put out this constructive criticism and put out these spitballs of ideas and never know where it could lead to. So it's important to talk about this once in a while to set the record and just say for the record, like, we got ideas and things can happen, you know?
1: Yep. Great.
0: All right, so I guess we'll transition to our our final topic here tonight. Uh, It's been a great show so far. Uh, Is what we got going on for the the next month. Obviously, we're all going to be coming up on our – Respective seven-month anniversary on this app at the end of the month, but uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's been that long. It's been crazy. But after that, we move into February. I know February is a month. Of, yeah, it's interesting. We got a lot going on next month, not only uh, on here but outside the world with Olympics and whatnot and all this other stuff going on. So, what's your guys' goals for February as we move into the uh, the new month?
2: I guess we'll start with Aaron. Okay. Um, I'm thinking, I mean, I'm really going to try to, no, I'm not going to try. I'm going to, I'm going to put in work each day. I think I'm trying to come up with like a, a, the right balance, right? Cause I also don't want to, I don't want to overdo it too much to the other side now and just be a person who's constantly glued to my computer working on a video, you know? So I'm going to try to come up with my own schedule of You know, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do at least an hour's worth of work on something related to my video or creativity. Yeah, yeah, something creative, Uh, whether it's writing a new script for a video or even writing something out to put on Anchor or working on uh, video. Or I have a lot of footage to um, go through, like old stuff to catalog I got a really cool, like uh, two terabyte hard drive for Christmas. And so I want to try to back up all that stuff in case I ever need to use it. And that's work. Um, And it's not so much like it's not going to help me be creative now, but in the future, whenever I want to come back and like, where was that clip that was the dog in that, in that, in our first apartment? I can go here and I have it in folders saying, this is our first apartment. And then I have all those videos in there and I can find it pretty quickly. So, that is a lot of work, but I think it'll pay off uh, years down the road. Whenever I want to kind of come back to some of that footage, but um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dedicate myself to putting in some of that work at least three to four times a week. I'm gonna kind of take it at the same pace as I do my workouts, which is like three four days a week, Monday Wednesday Friday Saturday, um, and so maybe I'll incorporate that in. Maybe it's like I'll go to the gym and then when I get back, I'll sit down and do an hour's worth of work. Um, so I'm going to do that in February and I'll next time we have a show, I'll report to you guys how it's going, um, and see what I've gotten done. But I just, I need to get myself back into the work and I've been too hesitant and too procrastinating about it. And this is really just kind of invigorated me to get back into, I just need to, I need to focus on it.
0: No, it's important because I think you're, you're hitting on time management. I think the first couple of posts you did mm-hmm. in January was how was you going to build momentum. This is, actually, this is a great – for you, you have already kind of got the momentum with the outside. Not, yep. not including Anchor, at least your, your video life and your creativity life, it's getting there. So, right. now, so now it's really just picking up more momentum, picking up more steam, which is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. How are you, Jam? Yeah, so like with me –
1: um, basically for next month I have this long term goal right so I have this long term goal for the next six months really um, to to be running more design sprints you know by myself um, gotcha. I'm trying to put out more content like articles on medium writing a lot more um, building out my portfolio of products more for the next six months my goal is to be able to basically create twenty to twenty-five new products. I know wow. it's not going to be a task. I, I mean, I thought about doing a hundred, but that's going to take. That's probably going to take me a long time. That's probably going to take mm. me a couple of years to do it. But so I, I, I thought about you know one. What would one fourth of that obviously be? You know, and that would, that's twenty-five. So I thought that would be good enough. You know, to be able to do one fourth of that. You know, and it, w- it would take me about six months if I really hammer it and go hard. So, you know, to be able to launch uh, close to four products a month. So next month, you know, I really want to, you know, be able to do more, more and have four products out there and create four prototypes for four. You know what I mean? And uh, just that's that's what I'm trying to do, man. You know, I'm trying to create more of a body of work and, you know, not really care so much about how it looks. I was thinking maybe I'll take one week out of those months to maybe polish the interfaces of those designs so I can have something that...
2: Oh, uh, I think we lost him again.
0: Get him right back. It's not a problem. Okay. I liked where he was going. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great guy when it comes to just spitballing When he spits Yeah, it goes.
2: I think it was a great call, like having him on with us, because he I think he brings so much to the table.
0: Oh yeah, now, Jan, I, I think this is it's crazy. It's kind of it kind of all circles back. I remember that like that August twenty something back in the day, <laughs> where you were kind of getting yeah. back from vacation. Like, when you heard me and Jan spit, uh-huh. spit the breeze, it kind of all comes back. But we'll let him finish that, then we'll. So I got a long-winded answer. <laughs> like next yeah. next month's gonna be, you know, next month's the month for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Like that, this is it. Like the new the new chapter begins. Uh, what we got going on here? Uh, actually, the, the one thing I want to save, if he, if he doesn't get, I'm, I'm sure I'll get back. The one thing I do want to yeah. save is what I've been doing recently. That it's actually really cleared my mind. It's actually revolves around this day, but we'll see what he does. See if he gets back. So we'll kind of wait. So we we we'll talk to the viewers a little bit. So, guys, as we wait for JM here, mm-hmm. let us know what you guys thought of this episode. I'm, I'm really interested about Aaron's book for sure. Uh, yeah. The Art of War, is that correct? Or the War of Art? It's
2: The the War of Art. War yeah, of... it's a play on – there is that book called The Art of War. Oh, yeah. So this yes. is called The War of Art.
0: Yeah. So if you guys – anybody out there in Anchorland, if you guys have ever heard of The um the the war of art
2: the war of art the war. it's by Stephen pressfield
0: Stephen Press. okay so if, if anyone yeah. out there has heard of the war of art or is interested in reading the war of arts on amazon kindle uh it's really it like seven dollars i think or something yeah
2: like i bought i bought a paperback for like nine bucks i think and then yeah on, on kindle it's like five or six dollars it's a very short read you could honestly do it in one night if you're dedicated to it but um yeah, it's it's really great. I think it'd be cool to put up something like a um, quick post, a quick book review or something too. I think what I might do, this is kind of tack on to mine about some stuff I want to do in February, is maybe as I'm feeling that kind of like resistance, as I'm doing something, I'll pick this book up and I'll hit record on Anchor and I'll read a little part of it and talk about it a little bit and then get back to work. You know, That way I'm using... Anchor and the book to kind of like get me back into the zone, you know?
0: Oh, well, yeah, it probably take an extra couple of minutes too, when I call in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. But, uh, yeah. no. Nah, so I, if Tam does not get back, we'll go, we'll, we'll, uh, if he does get back, we'll let him, I'll let him finish. Yeah, go why on.
2: don't you just go on to your stuff and then if he jumps back in,
0: we'll, we'll let him finish. Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing we're going to talk about, guys, uh, what's going on with actually my anchor intro. So that that's actually the first thing. So the plans for that. Is we're doing something new in February. We can't reveal it, but it's going to look a little bit different. We've been publishing intros pretty much every day, but we're thinking about doing something to help the audience. That's new. I can't reveal too much. We've got to go into the works with that. So now the big thing comes up, Anchor Nation. What's happening with that? So for those of you who don't know, February 1, that's literally less than a week. Uh, I'll be having an intro launch party, so the new intro is out, uh, I'll reveal everybody behind the scenes and who didn't and whatnot on that day. I'll shout them out uh, through my old intro, so I can tell you this much: the old intro I did will be retired. <laughs> it'll be, mm. it will be retired, so it'll go up in the the Hall of Fame. So I, every time I, I guess I just I just for keepsake, one day maybe I'll play it for fun, but that'll be retired. The new one comes out February one. I'm going to reveal the schedule and what times the three interviews: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, for the new stuff comes out. They're going to be relatively about an hour apart on one mm-hmm. specific day. So Tuesday might be a little bit uh, quicker. Monday, Wednesday might be a little different. But other than that, relatively quick on the times. And I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the Also, another thing is the Ask KT show. I think I talked about that. That uh, That's going to be... I want to get that going, but I also want to not fill up my call-in box where Mm -hmm. I've got like a 100 call-ins and I accidentally play one. So I'm thinking about doing that. Actually, I'll start asking for those. Or I don't like to ask for anything, but I'll start publishing that more towards the middle of the month just to give you guys more time and you don't have to worry about – well, actually, February is a short month anyway, but you don't have to worry about, uh uh-oh, what happened to the call-in because I deleted it on accident. I found that there's 100 call-in limits, so I'm sure there's a lot of questions oh. about that, uh, yeah. about me, so I'm sure that's going to be fun. And then, out of the incarnation of all that, the one thing I have been doing revolves around this day is family day. Off the app, that's huge. I've been noticing the more family days I've been taking, not so much productivity is bad. It's still consistent, but the more, the more sense of comfort is coming in, where I feel like the more I'm taking time away Believe it or not, like on a Saturday and even Sunday, the weekend, it's mm-hmm. giving me more recharge on, let's say, a Thursday night where a lot of people – or Wednesday nights. Like, the nights, for some reason, the more family time I take away uh, on the weekend, the night time, usually it's not my best time. is starting to become more of a hotbed. So it, it's an interesting trend. – I'm going to do more you know, experience with that as I'm not doing any research. I'm experiencing like, the more family time I do take away. I'll try to get back on that. I'm gonna to try to do more segments on Laser Mode now that I'm back in the school and whatnot. But yeah, really, um, for Like I, I really am looking forward to. It.
2: That's great, man. Yeah,
0: I, I think I think it's going to be a great month. We got a lot of things in the sports world, and uh, with the mm-hmm. Olympics, we got a lot of things going on.
2: Yeah, my wife is really into the Olympics, so she is is ecstatic that that's happening soon. So uh, I'm sure it'll be on in our house pretty much all day. Every time we're home, I think something Olympics-related is going to be on. (laughs) Still with me? Uh Uh-oh.
0: Kevin. All right, so guys, this is the final outro here. So Jam got cut off. He was tailing his plans. We're going to get back on that, pick that back up. I had a great time. I don't really believe this show was, I don't want to say it was too, what do you call it, too drawn out. I mean, it is in some parts you might think so, but it's not to the point where you can't listen to it. If anything, I believe, if you really want to skip to any part, skip to the part about creativity, not just in the beginning, but towards the middle, where we hit that stride where we talk about not only Aaron's book, but analysis and how sometimes overthinking it is just the worst enemy. That's really the parts I want to focus in on. Other than that, I really thought this was a great talk. The anchor conversation is still strong. I think you'll enjoy it. And thanks for tuning in to Episode 4 of July Squad.